Welcome to the Everton Army podcast or the Everton Cat Army podcast from now on, while the World Cup's on. <laughs> um, so it's nice to have a little break from Everton for a while because they are getting on my nerves. So we're just going to do a little fun World Cup show just before it starts. Uh, just having a general chat about how we feel about it, really. So, um, Graham, we'll, we'll just start off, mate. Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of teams who we're looking forward to and obviously, you know, some major stars as well, but... Who is who is your who do you want to win and who do you think will win? Um, well, I, I don't know why I sort of did a, a one of these uh, predictors online, just sort of quick fire. You think I win what? And it, it came out as Portugal first. Okay. Um, and I just think the fantastic depth in the squad. Um, who would love the one? I don't know. I, I kind of want to see the RGs won it. And then I bet him he wants the Dutch they want it too. Um, yeah, it's it's all the it's all sort of the favourites, isn't it? When you're when you're from Northern Ireland and and that's who anyone but the English essentially internationally, pretty much. Yeah, it was. These <laughs> are quite hard to listen to. I'm not going to lie. One thing I will say before we start, rather than plug it in later on, though, what I will say is, you know, and this isn't kissing the backsides of David and Andrew, but. You know, all of North America is representing Canada, yeah. the United States, and Mexico. You mm. know, yeah, home nations inverted commas as they say. You know, for us, <laughs> pull up your socks. Yeah, Dave, what about you, mate? Who, who do you want to win, and and who do you think will win? Um, I think Argentina will win, and I kind of want to want Argentina to win. Um, yeah. but I could see Brazil. Uh, and I think it'll be. Brazil or Argentina, but I, I'd like mm. to see. I'm a big advocate of Maradona over Messi at the moment. It's just my preference in terms of the players, but um, yeah, I, don't know, I think uh, seeing seeing Messi lift the World Cup, um, I think probably could sway me the other way. Mm. Yeah, to be fair, mate, I'm the same. I I want Argentina to win just for that reason. Um, I think it would cement his legacy as the goat, in my opinion. Well, let, let's yeah. let's let's address the elephant in the room as well. I think uh, Ronaldo's actions this week is sort of <laughs> his stock is just crashing. Yeah, like the British pound, really, isn't it? Like, um, like Twitter. Yeah, like Twitter. So, you know, can only go in Messi's favor. Yeah, um, definitely. Looking on, looking up a lot in Argentina and stuff today, and preparation for this, and uh, that the words that are coming out of the Argentine camp is that just there's a massive love on. It's as mm. if everybody wants to do it for Messi and, and they're yep. playing with serious fluidity. So, yeah, it could be interesting. And and their, their squad's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> the depth, the depth they have, especially up front, is just ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. Um, To be fair, I was watching a little video on Argentina the other day. They've got like, the way they play, like they can set up in the low block or a mid block or high up the pitch. Like they've got the ability to do all of it. Like obviously we're watching Everton. All we can do is low block. Like <laughs> Argentina can do everything pretty much, um, because they've got yeah. the flexibility. So yeah. I think uh, you've seen them play. Like uh, at, at least I watched a few of their qualifying games. Like they will line up kind of um, almost like a four-two-three-one with Messi and behind Martinez. Yeah. But then at times they go a four-four-two and Messi would still play off Martinez. Yeah. Um, and in a front two, and then on occasion they've played a four three three as well. So it, it, they're a pretty adaptable squad. Like, and um, 
I think they've brought some uh, good youth through. Um, yeah. You know, via, Marce- via Marcelo Gallardo. Um, <laughs> it's through River Plate, like Julian Alvarez and Enzo Fernandez, um, yeah. Montiel. So I think they've got the depth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As well as, as well as something with Martinez as well. He just Martinez has an ability to make people just thrive and look so much better than they are. Mm. You know, is is that worth it? <clears throat> I think it's his it's it's his mobility and how like his playing style. The the way I see this Argentina team different to ones Messi's played in historically in terms of playing in with um you know, when he would play in with Higuain or when he would play in with Aguero. Yeah. He's like Aguero and Higuain would, you know, I mean, Aguero did play off the shoulder, but he'd also come short. Whereas I feel as though Martinez, he just looks to play off the shoulder and stretch the space, open up that space for Messi. So interesting to watch this this month. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was even... Gone as well. Yeah. And also Julian Alvarez, Man City. Yeah. Yeah, Carrera. Yeah, we haven't even Athletic mentioned Di Maria as well. as well, and like how good Di Maria is. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's came back and you very like, but Carrera too at, at uh, Atleti as well. Yeah, everybody wanted him, and he bursted on. Mm. You know, at the last World Cup, um, and let's not forget too. You know, they won the Cup of Cup America as well. There, so they're yeah, coming they in like a proper, well, they're actually proper like squad. You know, thirty-five games unbeaten, I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, they have the best record on beating for national teams. And I think, uh, I mean, this is turning to Argentina love and talk. I don't mind it. But um, <laughs> I think uh, another thing, too, is, you know, I was chatting with one of my pals, and I think that Copa America win takes a lot of pressure off Messi. Yeah. I think he, he probably won't see it as much. Um, takes a lot of pressure off him because he's already won a major tournament. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously the World Cup's a bit different, but I think it does take it. Mm. number of especially know, with Portugal often. winning the Euros not too long that, ago that's it that was, that was the yeah. stick that was beaten you know yeah. in the Messi-Ronaldo debate that was always the stick that was used to debate the Messi argument back don't get me wrong I I just love the both of them really yeah. um, I'm quite the fence sitter and I tend to be but after that bank balance Instagram <laughs> followers thing and sitting with Pierce Morgan hmm it's it's um, leading towards Messi, aren't they? Yeah. Plus, definitely. they've a much nicer kit. Plus, yeah, doing pretty. it through that rag of a newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, who do I think will win? Realistically, I, I I'm probably going to say Brazil, to be honest. Um, which is weird because Belgium have been at the top of the FIFA rankings for about four years now. Um, Brazil, Brazil is going on first in the rankings. Yeah, they surpassed them in March. Um, mm-hmm. but interestingly enough, there's a little random stat for you. The number one ranked team has never won the World Cup. You know that? Yeah. Which is weird. But I just I just think like with the experience that they've got, like with Thiago Silva and Casemiro, Neymar obviously is ridiculous. 75 goals in 121 games. Second highest Brazilian all-time scorer behind Pele. I just think, and then you add in, the, you know, the youthfulness of Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, yeah. Richarlison. They're just stacked. I think, it, I think it could be their time. I really do. Yeah, it's hard to think of a better attack, really. Maybe it's them and Argentina. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of an all-rounded attack. It's you would maybe have said if France had everybody fit. Yeah. You would maybe put you would definitely sorry, put France in that bracket, but 
they don't. But even if they did have everyone fit, France always seems to have a problem with gelling the players together. Like there's always some attitudes or egos and getting in the way. Well, they won the last World Cup. They did actually. You know, yeah. The champs are still there, like and. Mm. I don't know. Well, well, the Euros went horribly wrong for them. So yeah. Um, all like, I've been hearing in the news, yeah, just just what I've been seeing today, researching is that you know he's he's really he's he's pulled the reins in. Hmm. He's 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 basically going over everything with a fine tooth comb. So it's basically he wants it to be the way that he attacked it in Russia, but yeah. But the, even at that, France's depth, you know, you're yeah, losing so. some quality. But even at that. Well, yeah, because if you lose Benz, you still got Ben Yedder, and although it's not the same, he's still a highly competent striker. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the numerous wingers that they've got with tons and tons of pace as well. So, yeah, they have got a squad. Um, I tell you, you severely underrated Giroud. I rate Giroud. You know, I do. Oh, I love Giroud. I absolutely love him. Yeah. He plays very well for France too. To be fair, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, he he was actually saying um. That uh, Deschamps has actually asked him to be the, he's basically the big brother, the mentor. He he's the one all the young people have to go to. Yeah. Because he does he, he turns up he turns up everywhere he goes. He's, hmm. you know, a, a phrase Andrew likes to use. He's a bit of a grit, you know, slow moving, and he's begging up there. But yeah, this highlight reel is up there with some of the best. Hmm. Honestly, for his for his goal scoring. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a fantastic finisher. Yeah, still do. He would have been a, he would have been a good Everton center forward if his misses just wanted to move a bit. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Um, Big time broke my heart that. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna go first on this next one because Dave, I know you chose these as well, and you've probably got more knowledge around the World Cup than what I have. So I'm gonna go first and choose these. So my dark horse for the tournament will be Japan. Um, I just think Endo, Endo has got more tackles in the Bundesliga than any other player this season. Um, he's also the captain, which is like really unusual for like an Asian player to captain a European team. Um, but I think Kamada is is the guy that we've spoke about him as well, like in the transfer links and stuff coming to Everton, which, you know, is yet to be seen or not. But Kamada, I think, obviously won the Europa League with Frankfurt as well. I just think he's, he's incredibly dangerous. You add in Tommy Asu for Arsenal. You know, Kubo, who was formerly a real... You know Nagamoto's? You know Naga, Nagamoto's yeah. in the squad? Mm. He's, what I'd seen, like 40 or something? Late yeah. 30s, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't put him down as like hot talent. Like, no, prospect, but it's really he's, he's, he's 36 or 37, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's about that. I was exaggerating with the 40, but, but the, I remember him, you know, pl- playing against Tim Cahill. Mm. I'm nearly yeah. certain, you know... Back in the Honda days, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely love Japan. Absolutely love their kit. Hmm. Um, you would love to see them do something. Do you think would, they'll clean yeah. the dressing rooms this time? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's the culture. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they've also got like Maeda for Celtic, who will score a hat trick against us next week. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think they've got a good. I think six or seven of those players in the Japan squad are playing the Bundesliga. I think that can only bode well for them. Um, So, I don't know. Dave, I'll come to you. Apart from Japan, because I've already stole that one, who would your dark horse be? (laughs) Um, No, I wouldn't wouldn't call Japan my dark horse. I I think they could shock a few and get out of the group. I think they have um, 
his names miss me, but their manager is a bit pessimistic, which against Spain and, and you know, Germany may come in handy. Yeah. Um, just kind of getting two draws out of that and ended up with five points and, and see where it gets you. But yep. two good center halves in Tomiyasu and um, who plays? Uh, Yoshida. Yeah. And then, like you said, Kamada, Kubo. Um, they got the uh, the fellow from Brighton too. Matoma, uh, yeah. Yeah, Matoma. So I'll be interested to see how they get on. Um, do I only get to choose one dark horse? No, go for it, mate. Go for it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, uh, I'll start with um, I'll start with my number one dark horse, which is Uruguay. Um, oh, yeah, nice. You know they're in Portugal's group, but I think if they can get a draw or win against Portugal, I think they win that group. Yeah. And then, depending Team on other results, they, as well, like Valverde, Cavani, yeah, Suarez, yeah. horrible. Yeah, they they are horrible. I mean, they've got uh, up front. You're looking at Suarez and Cavani, which, yeah, I mean, you might say they're finished, but it's also a major tournament. So also, you know, uh, it's... the budget Andy Carroll who plays for the shite as well. <laughs> yeah, Nunez as well, and then <laughs> um, they've got they've got a good. A decent number of creative players. De La Cruz from River Plate. Um, yeah. Excuse my pronunciation, but De Arachieta from yeah. uh, he plays in Brazil right now. One of South America's best players in the mm. past five years. Um, going through the the rest of their squad, I mean, you got the best informed midfielder, possibly the best one of the best informed players in the world right now in Valverde. Yeah. And then. Um, you got a uh, Benton Core in that midfield, who's who's no slouch, and he's then you got playing, two he's good banging center- form for Spurs, like yeah, he is. And then you got two good center halves in um in um Godin and Jimenez. So I think like in South America, um, in the qualifying, they were riding like a little bit, and then they sacked their manager, who they had for fifteen years. So. Yep. I think they had something like uh, they they went seven games unbeaten or something sort and like qualifying from South America is very difficult. Like you look yeah. at Colombia didn't yeah. qualify this year. Paraguay, who you've seen historically, in the World Cup, didn't qualify this year. Yeah, yeah Chile. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Uruguay is going to have a, a pretty decent World Cup, and they seem to play well at major tournaments. You think yeah. about two thousand and ten and stuff like that. So, mm. um, they'd be my dark horse. Yeah, I've been watching that clip of uh, Suarez handballing it on the line. <laughs> that's just as much as I ate the guy. That was just genius. It was just incredible. Like it's what you've got to do. Vintage yeah. World Cup moment, really is. Yep. Uh, Gray, what about you, mate? With your dark horse pick or picks? Uh, you know what? I was going to say Denmark today, but I actually seems to be Denmark squad properly. And you know what? I wouldn't even call them a dark horse. I would call them mm. top maybe six. Yeah. So my, 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 this is going to sound like a bit of a cop out, but my, my dark horse is England. Oh, come on. Well, well, dark horse is a team that you really don't think is going to win it. The it's reason true. why is that, well, the last two tournaments they've gotten the, you know, well it was the final and then the semi-final and a semi-final yeah so like then you know but they're so it's just shocking i think the squad that garcia gave picked yeah um now just for anyone thinks here that i'm some sort of hopeful for england i certainly am not (laughs) but when i pulled it up today and i pulled it up here again like you you do have some some quality that that can do well on the international stage i think uh, stones and dire 
I think they do really, really well. Yeah. The fullbacks of Alexander Arnold's utilized in the right way and doesn't really have to defend. I think he can do very well, but a, you know, Trippier could come in there and, and do quite well. Yeah. But like you look at the midfield, Madison, if he gets he's only dropped in. So he's a bit of a wild card in that sense. Mm. Um, but I think the Rice Bellingham thing, I, I just think that that partnership, if it can gel and grow in this tournament and they, they can get out of the group mm. um, in the first place, I think it can set it up quite nicely for them to grow and it. That's mm. my logic. I don't think England are going to want it. I don't want England to want it. I'm sorry <laughs> to our English listeners, but... <laughs> You know, this is all I mean, they've, 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 they've got the talent. They've always had the talent. Yeah, yeah. They have the depth as well, where Henderson can come on, regardless of how fit yeah, he is yeah. or not. Mm. He can come on. You've got Mason Mount can come on and do and do two really, really well. Um, Calvin Phillips, he's not match sharp, but he's he's supposedly fit now. Mm. Connor Gallagher was a very very strange pick for me. Weird. Very strange. Weird. If I was any sort of informed England player, non come to mind at the moment, but. I'd be pretty pissed off about that. If Callum Wilson could turn up and and I know he's way down the pecking order, but who knows? You know, Grealish, you've still got the likes of Foden, Sterling, uh, Saka, and there Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford. There's quality. There's quality in that spearhead, regardless. Individual of quality. Concerned. It's it's never like we've never been able to gel anything together, especially with Southgate. Yeah. He's too defensive well, anyway. Well, that's it. But the thing is. I can see him playing the five. They accommodate Maguire, but the thing is, Maguire sort of play. Maguire's like very much like Jordan Pickford, mm. where he thrives in an England top. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying dark horse because I don't think they have any chance in, on earth they want it. But mm. you know, yeah. I'm just saying stranger things have happened. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And I pray to God that you just don't want it. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't at me. I could not. No, mate, to it, it probably won't, but. Now that you've said that, they probably will. Um, Just sorry as well. I, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about like uh, Madison maybe dropping on and being a dark horse, but if Phil Foden gets the freedom to play and express himself the way yeah. he wants to, I think this could be a massive, massive tournament for him. Could be massive. Yeah. I'm in the him and Belling, Bellingham, and I think Rice, who's a very good player, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he can he can actually just be the be that added ingredient. So so who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You, do you? Do you think they cruise that group or not? Like, do you think they get through that group pretty easily? You, you would. I, I, I think them. they do. I think they finish top. The thing yeah. is, though, England have never cruised a group in their life. That's true. Not at a major tournament. They they just don't. They make everything hard. Even if they finish top with good points, you watch the games. It, it, it can be very awkward. Um, as a youth, yeah. I used to. I had an affinity for England, and I would have adopted them. Adopted mm. them. And enjoy watching them because obviously Premier League players and stuff. And uh, I just remember it always being very frustrating. The golden generation, you could you could not watch them. Hmm. Um, but like, look, they're up against the USA again. Was it some good Donald, talent there, you know, USA. Clint Dempsey too, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it he won that one by 10 years ago? Are you talking about in 2010 when Rob Green, the Rob Green Hall? Yes, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Was that Dempsey hit that, was it? Don't think it was Donald. Jeez. I think it was Dempsey. Yeah, I think it was Dempsey. Mm. Yeah, but like you so they met up. I think in terms of that group though too, like you know, Iran aren't the worst. They've actually. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're coming into the tournament in decent form. Yeah, I think a lot Just of people. Who are plays for, uh, 
Leverkusen, who's up top. Um, uh, yeah. Sardar Azmoun. That's the guy, yeah. I think he's decent. Yeah. He's got Bodo as well. Uh, Tari, is it, what was it? How do you pronounce his name? <laughs> Tariyami, isn't it? Plays yeah. for Porto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarami, Tarami, yeah. Tarami, yeah. 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 Look That's the Stanley's thing about this World Cup. It's hard to get all these pronunciations and the names. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I've, I've quoted many a time that I am terrible. But yeah, he's five goals in Champions League group stages. So you yeah, can't yeah. say he can't mm. stand up. And obviously, with the political situation there too, and mm. the team have spoken out about the atrocities in Iran. That it seems you no. Know, the reports we're reading today is that the people are really behind it, and they're and they're actually grasping on it for a bit of hope. So, yep. you know that, that can should have lighted them both up there, Ash. But I think, sorry, David, I think Wales might come second in that group behind England. Just USA oh, I, have I, been, I've kind of been going back and forth. I, I I don't think you're necessarily. I mean, it's between I'm you not two. Entirely confident of the mm. United States national team. I'm just not. And yeah, I, I don't want to spend hours talking about it but i'm, I'm just not um yeah no you know, right now it'll be down to the staff but just mm. uh, i suppose the culture yeah. issue more than anything but nonetheless I, I i could see wales just i think people underestimate wales um especially a lot of people here underestimate wales wales i mean it's their first world cup in 58 years is it yeah nearly right? 60 years yeah 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 and i mean yeah they'll be at up the was it the Euros in 2016 when they played England and they beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we did they beat them or did they, they draw? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember yeah. off the top of my head, but yeah, it, it's not going to be easy at all. But before before we no. come on to the the groups and who we think we'll we'll top each group, Graham, who was your non England dark horse? My non England dark horse. Well, I sort of said there was Denmark, but I think it's a bit <laughs> of a disservice. Yeah. Um, maybe. Serbia, yeah, they've got a decent squad as well. Yeah, sure, yeah. they have a really good squad and they're just well oiled. Yeah, keep a lot of clean shots. A few goals. Yeah. yeah, Dusan Vlahovic from uh, Juventus now, up top. Yeah, Mitrovic. Yeah, Mitro- well, yeah that's... their system. Their system. Uh, their system apparently is built around uh, around Mitrovic. Like his 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 goals for game ratio for. Um, for Serbia is absolutely ridiculous. I don't have the yeah. stat here, but, but but I did hear it on something mm. where they were talking about the, the, the his goal scoring for Serbia, and it's ridiculous. It's like one in three years old. Yeah, yeah, slightly better. I so I think he's. This is off the top of my head. I'd love to fact check it, but I think he's got like forty and ninety for them or something. Like yeah. yeah, is it even one almost one and two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Insane. Um. Which team do we think will finish with the least amount of points? Uh, Graham, I'll start with you, mate. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've got a different pick, but I'll I'll. Uh, why do you think Saudi Arabia? Well, the, well, the the majority of their squad is from um, players that that play in the Saudi league. Yeah. Um, I just think it's just they've had a lot of time to practice for it. Um, yeah, why not Saudi Arabia? They just they they don't appeal, and maybe it's a naive Western view. But I just look, I just look at their their group. They've got Argentina, yeah. Mexico, and Poland. Mm. 
very good teams. I can't see them winning any of them. No. And that's why. And you know what? Looking, apparently they're very solid. Apparently they kick the absolute shite out of it, but then they'll not get away with that at, at the World Cup. I, yeah. I wouldn't assume. So, mm. um, yeah, maybe it's a bit of ignorance, and I apologize, but I just feel, I just feel like that group's going to be too much for Saudi Arabia. So, I yeah. think it's going to come down the goal difference between mm. that and maybe another team or two, and they will be rock bottom. Unfortunately yep. for them, but it's study state. So, yeah. What about you, uh, Dave? Who, who have you got finishes on the, the least amount of points? England. Yes. No, I'm only messing. Um, I don't know. I think Australia. Like when I was taking a look through Australia's squad yeah. uh, the other day, I wasn't too impressed. Yeah. It's basically, um, the SPL. And like Australian League All Stars, the it? Australian League, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they got like uh, Jackson Irvine, uh, yeah. Tom Rogic, but um, we got Aaron Moy. Does he still? Is he from Australia? Yeah, yeah. A- Aaron Moy still playing for them, but um, no, I just I, I don't really fancy Australia. But there'd be a few picks that I'd look at, and I'd think maybe Qatar, but they'll probably get like a dodgy penalty for a draw in the ninetieth. I think they're going to win one in the first game. Yeah. It's it's all gone. Yeah. It's all gone. Everyone's seen the tweet <laughs> the other day. It's 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 written in the stars. There's no way that Qatar are gonna lose the, the opening game. It's just not happening. No chance at all. Don't care what anyone says. Um, I actually I actually go on, mate. No, no, I was gonna say, but the host nation always has that bit extra, but yeah, that doesn't I don't think that applies here. The bit extra they have is hmm. you know, bullets and entertainment round envelopes. Yeah, um, envelopes. Yeah, I, I actually went for uh, Costa Rica for my uh, least amount of points. Um, yeah, they were my thoughts too. Yeah, just think with Japan, Spain and Germany, I, I don't see them beating any of them teams at all. I just feel like Costa Rica is is a really, it's got a tough group and I just don't feel like Costa Rica's got the squad to cope. Yeah, they do. Both, they do have both. a tough group. But, yeah, uh, and they've pulled up Brian Oviedo. And do you remember Brian Ruiz? Yeah, well, well, that's what I mean. They're still relying on these guys who are fifty years yeah. old. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're bringing they're bringing the boys back because they saw they have a relatively <laughs> tough group: Spain, Japan, uh, <laughs> Spain, Japan, and Germany. And yeah. I mean, they got out in twenty fourteen when the group was England, Italy, and Uruguay. Yeah, they did then. Yeah, Do you remember that they got yeah. out of that group? Yeah, yeah. Like, you remember that, John? <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I remember it all too well. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm saying that's that's a pretty solid pick. To be honest with you, um, yeah. they're just too yeah. old now. But Navas yeah. and and Ruiz and but um, yeah, it's just it's Oviedo. You, look, you yeah. look through it and and like even even if you go through snobbery of of uh, of of their respective clubs and stuff, you're just like right, you're you're not day to day, week by week, competing on a level that the rest of your group respectively is, you know, and uh, so yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Andrew, glad you could get on, mate, and uh, make the pod. So uh, we're just we're just going through our, our picks for. Uh, so I'll just start off with the obvious question: Who who do you want to win, and who do you think will win? Australia, Argentina. Okay. <laughs> nice. Why Australia? Why do you want them to win? I love the Aussies. I love their vibe. I love everything about them. I have this unreasonable and completely unjustifiable like 
kinship with them. I just really dig the energy that they put out in the world. Like all my favorite podcasts are Australian, except for this one. We need to work <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> and uh, them taking a stand like so early on mm. uh, against the, you know, corruption behind this World Cup. Yeah. Just, I love it. Um, their goalkeeper, uh, the shithousery that he engaged in in their play-in match mm. where he palmed the opposition keeper's uh, water bottle with the shot preferences for the penalties oh, I've seen that. Yeah, and yeah. just heaved it into the stands. Yeah. Genius. Glorious. Yeah. Uh, but Argentina are going <laughs> to win because of uh, FIFA corruption because they want this one to be remembered for like the team of destiny for Messi to finally get his white whale. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think got Argentina across the board then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unanimous. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, do you do you have a dark horse in the tournament? Australia. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say England either, because they already did. Oh God, yeah. no! And it won't be the US. God, we're fucking. <laughs> yeah, I said I said England. Yeah, I would say. I don't think they will. <laughs> Man, dark horse. Say France. France aren't a dark horse. Come on, not with, the, not with the squad. They've still got incredible play. Like their third team could probably still win the World Cup. Yeah, it's just like I dark don't horse. The yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but but to be fair, Andrew, what I will say is Wales. Like... Wales will be a dark horse. Okay. Yeah, it's a dark sheep. He didn't say England, so he went for Wales. So that's fair enough. It's still exactly, you know. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Andrew, do you have a team who you think will be the least successful in the World Cup? Who, who do you feel like is going to finish with zero points at all? Um, we've I've said Costa Rica. Uh, these guys. Who did you pick? Saudi Arabia, Graham, and um, Saudi Arabia was my yeah. pick. Yeah, and Dave, who did you say? Um, Dave, picked, you said England. <laughs> no, I said Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Andrew? Do you have a, a team that you feel like was is going to struggle? Australia. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly, I truly, honestly, I think the U.S. If mm. not for playing Iran, okay. I think I really, I think it's going to be rough. Interesting. Um, really don't believe in Berhalter's idea of what international football is supposed to be. Mm. I think he views it. I, I think we've got this inferiority complex and he wants to play it like club football. And he fancies himself like the pep of the world cup, mm. like trying to play out the back and stuff with the players that he's got. It's just, it's not what it is. It's not efficient. Yeah. And he wants system players and he left some decent scoring talent at home mm. yeah that's fair enough mate dave would you would i can see there'll be that? draws yeah. i mean there, there'll be a, a draw yeah get them there yeah i mean i don't know i, I see that group go i mean that group could be turned upside down to me I, i'm being dead serious i i think england have a have a decent squad but i just think they're not what they were when they no. um, were playing in the Euros and they're not what they were when they were playing in the last World Cup. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I've actually, funny enough, I think I've only met, like, truly met one person who's famous in my life, and it was uh, Greg Berhalter. Funny enough, I ran into him in <laughs> Chicago. 
randomly one day. Nice guy, very nice guy. But um, yeah, I agree with Andrew. I don't think he's um very good tactically, and I mm-hmm. think where the United States squad is at, um, being a bit younger, like they need that right now. Yeah. I think they could get out of the group. Do I think they will? I mean, I don't know. My heart says yeah, but at the same time, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I, I just feel I just feel with that group, it's it's really going to come. It, it'll be like splitting hairs, but I just think that England's quality. I know with the temperatures and stuff, we've seen the videos tonight where they're like, they're cooking and they're standing in front of big fans to cool them down and stuff, and they'll they'll be the water breaks and stuff. But even at that, I just think that like Harry Kane, he's, he's ridiculous. Raheem Sterling. Never gets the plaudits, I think. Harry Kane never does it in a made tournament for me. Well, he scores part in the school, but it's all about the numbers. You know what? And and why not? Why mm. not? Why not just come to the ball perfectly now? Like, because he's yeah. he, even out of form this season, he's been playing quite well when he wasn't scoring, he was setting everything up. He can yeah. drop deep. And as I say, if it's it's not just about Kane, he'll pull others into the game. Yeah, Sterling always ball. performs for England. Always, Sterling's fantastic. I just think he's absolutely brilliant. He really is. Even the fact too, you give two fingers up to the up to them as well. Love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just again, I I just really think that Foden and, and Bellingham, if yeah. they get their tempo right, I really do think that they can. They can go to another, maybe not another level. I don't think Foden needs to go to another level, but I think Bellingham can definitely underline the hype. But I and and just when I look at the USA and I look at Wales, I just think it comes down to can Wales is five at the back, which which does work very well for them. Mm. Um, can that be breached? And and honestly, you give Gareth Bale's just came off on an MLS Cup. Yeah, he did. Um, you yeah. give him and I. Well, he didn't he didn't play loads like, but. When he did come in, you know, he's influential. And for Wales, Gareth Bale plays like those, yeah. Prime Shin. Every time. (laughs) He's just, the ball comes to his foot and he he just makes things happen, if not scores. Mm. So we just think, what a. This is just messing off, really. That's that's what I see. I mean, I suppose I'm just pessimistic because I support Everton, but that's just how I see it going. I see. Bale just bending one in in the 90th minute for like Wales to win 1 0 or like yeah. 2 1. Yeah. That's just how I see it. Um, I think. Let's not forget the Michael Sheen speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he plays like um, he plays like prime Gareth Bale when he plays for Wales. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried to go fancy and then struggled and just said Shevchenko, prime AC Milan Shevchenko, but he was fantastic. But mm-hmm. um, I, don't know, I don't know where that came out of. But yeah. <laughs> USA guys, I'm just going to ask you, Pulisic, is this his last chance to, to have his name in, in, in like lights with the likes of Landon Donovan in terms of the United States men's soccer team? Do you think this is his last chance for people to say he still has it, Andrew? No. Um, also, I would say Clint Dempsey would be more apropos in terms of like US success and fame. That was probably the best no. Like performing generation. I'm no, not saying as a fantastic. person. I'm just saying. No, he no, was just because like, Donovan played forever, and I absolutely loved him. Um, he was literally yeah. like that. That 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 like weekend fling that, that got away, and you never seen it again. Yeah, and then he came back and went away again. You know, just. Hey, I mean, McBride was kind of the first, and uh, he was from my city. 
Joe Max Moore, we also had as well. He was a no, Joe Max less. They couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan <laughs> broke my heart. Donovan absolutely broke my heart. Yep. Hold on, Andrew. He's a good guy too. Say, I like Landon Donovan a lot. Did you just say McBride is from uh, Ohio? Columbus. Yeah, I mean he played for the crew. Like I, he came to my junior high when I was in seventh grade, and they played volleyball with <laughs> their feet. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I was gonna, I was gonna say he's he's definitely like born and raised in Illinois, though. Like he went to a high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, like, no, maybe, but he was like he went to a school 20, 30 minutes away from me. But I see what yeah, you're he saying. He started, now. yeah, the MLS like the first yeah. team. Yeah. Yep, Dave, would you agree with uh, with Graham in terms of the Pulisic situation? Do you think that's his, his last big shot? No, I, I think he, I, I mean in I another just, four years. Yeah, go no, ahead. I'm just going to yeah, just the maybe unfair saying it's his last big, but you know maybe will that glow in mm. his light dim a little? I, I mean, in that sense, will the US just be like right, Pulisic, you're mm. you're Tim Reeves, thirty five. And he's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people like. It's I, the youngest I, squad, I think. So there's an opportunity yeah, for so, someone. Yeah, there is, and I think um, like I've talked to some really big U.S. men's national team guys this week. Um, me, like I, I, I like the United States men's national team. I, I hope yeah, they do, I do well. Too, guys, I, I like honestly. Uh, I'd rather see Everton win win the league or the Champions League than see the United States win the World Cup. Um, Equally likely. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> A very good point, Andrew. <laughs> so we can speculate all we want. I don't – I see what you're saying, Graham. I do think it's – the window is closing for him to be at the top level considered – I mean, I don't know if he'll ever get there, but, like, the window's closing for him to get into that world class if he wants to be there. Yeah. Um, I just think terms of his influence, well. Yeah, 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 undoubtedly. I mean, I think a lot of people in the United States think, you know, a lot of U.S. men's national team supporters think, like, for the national team to get out of a group this year, that's a success. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not loads of pressure on him, I don't think. But um, it's all about 2026 and being the host nation right now and everything yeah. like that. Um but I do think, um, Andrew, I do think Donovan's bigger than Dempsey, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> uh, Both fantastic. But, they really were. Like Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, Dempsey, I think, too. When he went to, when he went to Spurs, I think he went up a level. It was fantastic at Fulham, but he, he def, like, and he was sort of in and out at Spurs, but he was like Mr. Reliable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I, th- I think Donovan, Donovan for the United States, it's a shame that he never went to, went to, Everton full time never came to us full time, but um, he he was some player for the national team. I mean, he scored some really big goals against yep. uh, Algeria in two thousand and ten. Mm. Um, comes to mind, but uh, yeah, Graham. To go back to your original question, I don't think it's necessarily last chance saloon, but I think the window's closing, and he'll he'll definitely want to make a mark this world cup. Yeah, yeah. Well. I just think the hype train starting to starting to leave without him, and I think if Chelsea yeah. isn't working no, for him because of the point. injuries or whatever's happening, get out of there, get to the continent, yeah, come to Everton, get him out of there, go <laughs> you to know, a little club in the northwest of England that need a right winger. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, a, rumors I've seen about Italy looking at him. Yeah, just get a hamstring like various Italian clubs. First. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just get yep. him get him two new hamstrings first. Yep. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, what match, Andrew, I'll come to you first on this one. What match do you most want to see apart from an Australia game? Australia. No <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, USA England, because I want to see who can like fuck up the least. <laughs> and that'll be very intriguing. Mm. Like, who sucks less? Uh, like, Ken McGuire, you know, slot home. Yeah. One one thing I will say though, in in regards to the US, they have that Aussie mentality of, uh, you know, just never never say die or, you know, they sort of, do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, I think I think that run out of bullets, use use whatever they can grab. You know that sort of sense. (laughs) I I just think they have that sort of. Mm. Whatever they lack in quality, they'll 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 just raise in spirit. I will yeah, give them they, that. They um them in Mexico like traditionally get out of their groups pretty well. Um yeah. I think it's a little bit more difficult this year for both sides. But um I mean like I think I think that's a very good point, Graham. Like they but they definitely have a point to prove, you know. Yeah. Calling the sports soccer and everything like that. Um they definitely have a point to prove. So that's that's very valid. That's an intangible that I'm, a lot of people don't measure when it comes to the World Cup. Um mm. You know, yep. that emotion is definitely still part of the game and evidence when you see some sides play. Well, we were talking about Japan and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, just some other teams. Japan always comes to mind too. People be like, oh, they're not going to do it. And, and they do, and people are always shocked. But as I say, it's when you're on that world stage, you, you do just sort of try and like, people even talk about like, like when Ireland, the Republic of Ireland and stuff, whenever they used to, advanced quite well in it but they lacked it they did have good players but they, they tended they lack quality but they yeah. just always had that spirit and i think the spirit just can count for more because you're putting it all in the 90 minutes you yeah. know every, every yeah. game's a club final even in them groups yeah and if teams aren't up to speed and this is why england have maybe faltered so many times and you've seen other major You've seen, I think, Spain for years. You used, mm-hmm. used to never get, never get near the semis and stuff because, you know, obviously before the their golden generation. But yeah, ba- basically this this lack of, you know, we have to win this game. This is the cup final, and then yeah. on to the next until yeah. it eventually is. So that little but, bit of steel. Yeah. yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned Spain there, and and I'll come on to them because. Feel like we haven't even mentioned them at all. I feel like nobody's mentioned Spain for the World Cup this year. Um, yeah, back to back European Championship winners in 2008 and 2012 with a World Cup in the middle. Um, possibly one of the most dominant sides ever, albeit you haven't got Xavi and Iniesta and David Silva now. But no, is there any shot for, for Spain? Do you think? No, not for no. me. I think they lack no. it. I think they lack it physically for me. I yeah. think that. They'd struggle against um, a lot of South American sides who will just break the tempo up and just kick it a bit. Um, I think they'll struggle a little bit physically, and for that reason, I can't see them getting to a semifinal this year. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm the same mindset. I I just I think where they have quality and their defense is all very edging. Um, Although Laporte hasn't been getting played a lot, you've got Aspilicueta, you've got. Alba, Carvajal, you know, they're 
they're getting older, some of those main heads. And you do like the Rodri and stuff in their midfield and Koke, but like you look at you look at them up front here. Sarabia, uh, Morata, uh, I can't pronounce his fucking name, but um, you've just, you, you, it doesn't give you that. It just doesn't fill you with that excitement. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I know what you mean. I'm contradicting myself, but yeah, they don't have still, they're, you know, they don't have yeah. a, a type two. From what I remember seeing, I do not watch you know, all the international games and catch up on all of them, but like attending mm. watching them if I get a chance to see some and I'm yep. just not blown away by them, to be no. absolutely honest. No. And the I, thing is too, they're always going to be compared to their golden generation. Of course, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um okay, moving on then. Uh well I actually I haven't asked you, Graham, which match do you most want to see? Argentina Brazil. Yeah, I think that's mine as well. And Argentina Messi, Messi Neymar, yeah. Where, where about though in the final, semi-final? Semi-final. <sighs> Semi, yeah. Mm. And then maybe Portugal, Argentina in the final. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I think I cut out there, but I want to see USA, England, uh, just to see the disaster class and whoever yeah. wins by fucking up the least. Like I'm thinking <laughs> maybe Maguire in the 90th minute slots home the winner for the US. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that is, that is, that's a good show. Put money on it. Um okay, let's look let's have a little look at the groups then and, and actually talk about who we think will be the winner and runner up of each group. So starting off with group A, you've got Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Um it's gotta be it's gotta be Qatar to win the group, hasn't it? No. I mean Netherlands, surely. Um Yeah, no the the can't yeah, yeah, Netherlands. Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador. Netherlands will win then and I think um despite Mane being out, I think uh Senegal still have a good side. They yeah. still have some decent goals in them. So yeah. um they got a good spine, Koulibaly, Ar Um and yeah. then even that Dia, uh he's he's in some decent form in Italy right now for um so, uh, I think it's Salerno. Salerno. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Um so I think they'll finish second. Senegal will finish second. Yeah, I would have a decent side, but like I, I just thought with uh with Manny out, it's like they are AFCON winners, you know what I mean? Yeah, they are, yeah. But <laughs> you, know. you, you never know how that affects them, though. Like, the morale of the squad is like, we're losing our best player, one mm-hmm. of the best African yeah. players in the past, you know, 10 yeah. years. Yeah, they also got Nicholas Jackson, who I done that tragic, tragic song about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, Here we are. Yep, Ecuador. Any shouts there? I think I don't think they're that bad. I really don't. I think they're okay. I don't, I don't think they're that bad. But... Yeah, they've they've got Moises Casado though, and uh, yeah, but yeah, he's not going to carry them alone. Brighton, but yeah, profile. He's not going to carry them. No way, Dave. No, no, no chance. You're right, but few players to watch there. Yeah, yeah, but Ecuador do they don't score many, but they don't concede many as well. So Everton legend in Valencia. <laughs> <laughs> the, obviously, honestly, I, I I would never support not paying child maintenance, but if you're going to do it, do it in inner Valencia fashion, fake an injury <laughs> and get stretchered off in a golf cart and it's keep incredible. driving away from police that are incredible. running after you. Outstanding. Well, bonkers. 
Oh, <laughs> Did you ever see the video when someone just done it where like he looks up from the stretcher and they drop the sunglasses on his head? <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Um, Gonzalo Plata, another good player for them. Yeah, he's Gonzalo in, yeah. Plata. He's Decent little player as well. I think that group takes care of itself on paper and in yeah, yeah. should yeah. do. In real life. Should do. And then Group B, obviously, Hope England. Sorry, John. Sorry, I just oh, want to say to you, with all the shit going around with Qatar as well, we don't need to touch on it all, the politics, but even like, you know, the potential banning of beer yeah. in the stadiums, which is coming out tonight, the food mm-hmm. and the fan zones, everything, the stadiums looking like hotels. Yeah. I really hope that um, in regards as well, do that, like hotels in the stands with the beds, mm. just hope the camera looks up and just catches some guy just smashing someone over <laughs> 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 the bed. No, them might bring them down at half time and behead them, but who knows? But you, yeah, probably some some fella in I the went there, top row. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, I just hope Qatar get battered six 0 every game. If I'm honest, yeah, I do. Um, England, Iran, USA, Wales. Honestly, this is a. I think this is the toughest group to call. I do in terms of a winner. I no, I think England have it. Do you think so? Just the early test. I would just mm. for me it would be England, Wales, USA, Iran. I think there's much yeah. tougher groups deeper down there. Okay, and it's going to be fucking dire to watch. Aside from Wales, it will. All teams been playing five at the back and some depressing yeah. football. Yeah, that um, is, and that's that's a trend. Uh, even even in the Group A as well, like the, they all play five at the back. Yeah, hmm. some of knows today, so it, it's going to be wing back central. So yeah. that's where I think most of the creativity is going to come from. Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, Pickford kind of? gets what he needs here where he's a he's a legit hero for england um well, not that he, he was a but he's, he's been kinda... a hero before and he, he still doesn't get the recognition he still gets oh, he'll never get he'll never get the recognition but he's fantastic for england yes yeah right he's, ne- he's mean, never let know, them down he returns to us yeah <laughs> yeah he uses, he uses all his superpowers and then comes back to us just a regular man yeah um <laughs> group c argentina saudi arabia mexico poland um, in terms of a, who's the runner-up, because I think Argentina are going to win that. So, who've you got second? See, it's between Mexico Poland. and Poland for me. I think yeah. Poland as um, well. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of friends, and I was uh, like, my girlfriend's family is Mexican, and I was talking with her grandpa the other day, and there's a lot of doubts in in the Mexican community around the <laughs> around this Mexico squad. I'll put it that way. Mm. Um, nobody's too enthused at the moment, but. They still have yeah. some good players, and they're like Chucky Lozano's playing for one of the best sides in Europe at the moment in Napoli. Um, yeah. So they've got Lozano, and then but they just lost Takatito uh, from um, uh, where's he playing at now? Sevilla, I think. So yeah, um, that was music in my ears, by the way. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think though Poland have. Zelinski who plays in one in the same Napoli side, and yeah. then yeah, you've got the likes yeah. of, of Lewandowski and, and Milik mm-hmm. and, and a few good players in that Poland Mexico. Side. So I think Poland say as well, Dave, that Mexico also have Rog uh, Funes Mori. Oh yeah, the brother of our legend. The brother, yeah, yeah. incredible. You've also got one yeah. of the best World Cup goalkeepers I've ever seen in Oshawa. I think he performed. Yeah. He disappeared for four years, and then he just turned <laughs> up, plays a blinder. 
Oh well, yeah, um, I think they've got a lot of players out of form though. Like Jimenez hasn't been playing that well at Wolves this yeah. season. Um, you know, so I, I'll be interested to see how they get on. But yeah, I think Poland will finish second person. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Mexico without Concacaf refs, not gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Fair you know, just get to batter people with brass knuckles in the corner. <laughs> um, that's not just unique to Mexico. That's everybody in CONCACAF. <laughs> I will say that, though. Mexico, along with France, have the best kit in my eyes. Oh, God. So we'll, we'll come on, yeah, we'll come on to the kits in a second. Oh, um, cut that out, then. Um, group D, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. I mean, apart from Andrew, who said Australia's going to win. Um, realistically, Runner-up, also Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, if you can. Um, Denmark, Here's Tunisia. Mm, I think France I think France will top the group, and I know it's very elitist, but I just think the depth. I know, Dave, you're shaking your head. I know, I know. But, mm. um, yeah, and, and I know Denmark have beaten France twice as well. Um, I think they'll win the But you know what? I just think it's, it's one thing doing it in the build-up or Nations League or whatever, wherever they were playing, but it's another thing doing it at the World Cup. And I just think the Frogs always show up. I love them. I absolutely love France. I'll never go against them, even though I've said Argentina stuff here. Mm. In, yeah. in other I'm quarters, afraid. I'm just but I'm buzzing France. I just love them. Yeah. I think France and Denmark. I think Denmark top it. Denmark top it, France second. And that's that's a good match I'm looking forward to is Denmark first round. Yeah. Um, I think Denmark top that group. Yeah, I agree with Dave. I think what falls on the France's sorry, sorry guys. I think what falls on the France's advantage for this, albeit the disadvantage of having been beaten twice, is the mm. advantage has that they have all the data that they need to work yep. on to beat them because they will be their main threat. So they'll have seen what, what Denmark can do. So if, if yeah. So if they if they can try and stop Denmark, they can. They mm. think that's. I feel, I feel like Denmark will have more of a consistent unit and a more of a more of a gelled side in terms of no, players getting on with each other. Denmark do have serious quality going through the team, like they really yeah, they do. do. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is, though, I think Casper Schmeichel with all the controversy at Nice. I don't know if this will be a welcome break for him or. Yeah. You know, but the, I don't know, Christensen. Anderson, the back, pretty tight, like. Yeah, they've got a good squad, yeah. really have. Um, obviously, Dolberg, I think I'm a big fan of him, to be honest. Um, yeah. Casper, yeah. Yeah, they've got a good squad. Where's he now? Domsgaard. Domsgaard's a good player. Yeah. Sevilla, I think. Sevilla now. Then you're there. Hoiberg as well, midfield. That's solid. That's a solid midfield pairing. Don't know who We've also got on. about 17 Brentford players as well. Yeah, Jensen's. Oh, yeah. Norger. Yeah, yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Um, group E. This is this is another tricky one. Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. Um, Germany don't have a recognisable striker that you think is going to dominate, yes. um, but neither do Spain, apart from Morata. Morata's good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Spain play that system where they just genuinely don't need a striker. Um, so I, I just don't know who's going to top this one. I really don't. I can't call it. Japan, as we've touched on, no joke. Um, don't know. And Andrew, what's your thoughts on this one, mate? With uh, Spain and Germany and Japan and Costa Rica. Germany tops. Japan surprising runner-up. 
Okay, nice. I'll have that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Spain second, but mm. yeah, they're like the Spanish uh, national team. Yeah. So. Well, we've seen Spain crash out miserably in recent times, like yeah, 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 abysmally. Um, they're they're like even uh, who got injured today? They had to call up one of the kids from the under twenty ones. It just shows their lack of depth. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a kid, Baldy from Barcelona. So, oh, thanks yeah. one of. So I think they've called him up today. So, um, yeah. Even even at that, I know there's injuries, but if if you're having the if you if if your pockets are that shallow, yeah. Don't know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't ever write off Germany, but I just feel like that. Nor should you Spain, but I don't know. There's just there's yeah, just something. There's just they'll probably play Havertz in the false nine, Germany, I suppose. But I mean. Yeah. Team Awena, as we've seen, he's been playing a blinder for Leipzig again. Uh, he's injured, yeah, he's out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's Go, interesting. Go, um, Mario Gose as well. He's he's made a return. He's yeah, been he's playing, playing well. Really brilliant for Frankfurt. So, yeah, Gondawan in there, Gorzeka, yeah, Kimmich. You've some really good options, and Julian Brandt as well. Don't know what age he is now. Yeah. We, also, the the kid Musiala from Bayern. I think he's really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so We'll you've, you've, it's a big mix now. You still got Sane too and Havertz and yeah, Gnabry. So there's, there's there is quality there. Again, at, at, at on paper, it just looks like depth from what you expect. And I know a lot of this is there's a lot of contradictions on this podcast here, but there's what you expect against what you hope because yeah, we're talking about the USA. Sorry to reference, but with the guys, I, th- I, th- I think it makes sense. But you know. We talk about what they lack with quality. They lack spirit. Mm. If they're if, if a team like Germany or a team like Spain who are in a transitional phase, and they can't, you know, if their quality is, yeah. isn't coming, isn't rising to the top, mm. you know, that spirit and hunger may not be the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. As that sort of, with all due respect, underdog. Yeah, they're sort of back against the wall. You know, mm. so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like, yeah, um, Group F: Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Croatia have got a decent side. Belgium never seems yeah. to do it in major tournaments for some reason, whatever. Um, even though they have been the number one ranked side for four years up until March, which is weird. Um, well, they lost their last two coming in. Yeah, they lost their last two coming in, and uh, Bobby Martinez. Do you know what he says? I think it's a really good thing. <laughs> um, I just had to get in this article today. So, Roberto Martinez was saying that he Welcome thinks it's, to a Evan. Really good, it's a really good thing because uh, it, it'll sharpen us for the uh, for the tournament. But you know what else can can help you sharpen for a tournament? Wins, winning that game, um, yeah. surprisingly. But yeah, I, this is the last roll of the dice for the Belgian yeah. uh, golden generation. And you know what? It's very much like the Rooney, Ferdinand, Terry, Jared yeah. Lampard it sort is, of. Yeah. You know, it's nearly like that mm. carbon copy. While you while you're England doing that, you the Germany golden or the sorry the Spanish handing the baton over to the Germans and, and all that. And, and and while that's been going on, sort of England and then on to Belgium is sort of just watched. Yeah, maybe Belgium just sort of were just coming through. Maybe thinking, oh, they'll be the next. These are the Germans, but obviously yep. France came through them with different ideas. Mm. Um, but for me, just there's. It feels like the Belgian FA just sort of said Everton are absolutely shite, but you know what? <laughs> Martinez is good in the cups. He got the two semi-finals in one season. Yeah. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, which he did. But it's a case of yeah, he's he he could do well for us. And and to be honest, I think we all agreed is he could fucking win this, you know. But um, yeah, you, you look at the age of the squads. You, you, I'm pretty sure the Brown is like 31. Yeah. Um, I know Lukaku's well up there. I think Lukaku's he's he, he actually taking Lukaku now. He was he was flirting with not taking him, but he's he's gone with a tendon injury. Yeah. So Hazard we'll hasn't been the same player. Yeah, Hazard he's a crock as well just now. Yeah. Um it's a shame, like it is a shame. Yeah. You, you know, obviously we've got Onana, so hopefully he can play well and just please just come back in one piece. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just pulling up Belgium squad here too because I think they do deserve just maybe a wee bit more on, but it's still like Vertonghen, Alderweireld, um, albeit Arbelli They do amazing started. because I don't want Martinez to replace. We've actually got fast too, and you've Castagna <laughs> and fast at Leicester. I thought fast was pretty good against us, you know. He was like solid, a, yeah. Was well, like maybe maybe we just really, really bad. In Poundland, David Luiz, like, but I, th- yeah. I thought it was it's quite good. But hmm. even at that, you pull into the midfielders, it's. I feel like I'm playing football manager 2014, to be absolutely honest. It's like <laughs> Axel Witzel, Dres Mertens, Kevin De Bruyne, Den Donker, uh, Carrasco. He actually really liked too, um, but yeah. never played him sticking with uh, Atletico. Um, he goes and then you've just got sort of a few young ones and Onana and stuff, but you're just, again, it's just, where's that next thing? You yeah. look at their attackers, Eden Hazard, Thorgan Hazard, Trotard. Um, next, the next thing is the Catala from AC Milan. Lukaku, and you know what? Yeah, yeah, well, him, yeah, he's the next young thing, but you've even got Bashway, Missy Bashway in there as an mm. option. Yeah. No, it's just... It's not great, like... What's the, not, no. what's the consensus, though, if they do bad? Martinez gets the sack and then what Everton hiring? Well, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I was trying not to make this about Everton, but I don't want him near our club. Yeah, absolutely honest well, with you. Yeah, I, I think I'm being very harsh club, because Kevin De Bruyne is probably the best midfielder in the world. Yeah. So I am being extremely harsh, but it's just when I see names like Axel Witzel and Dries Mertens and stuff, and don't get me wrong, Merton Mertens was absolutely amazing at Napoli and stuff, but it's just, you know, there's just nothing there that's just, oh, you know, that, that can really mix it up and revitalize things. Yeah, yeah. And for De Bruyne, because De Bruyne, I think, deserves something because he's that good. He does. I mean, yeah. Nothing, nothing fresh in that squad, Graham. I mean, you make a good point, John. I mean. The um, I can't say his name. I I do well with Spanish names, but I can't say Belgian De Cartellari, yeah, yeah, uh, De Catalari, um, however you say it. Um, yeah, there's no way I got player, that right. But... I can barely pronounce Lukaku for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll but even see. at that. You see, look, I, I just pulled him up here. Apologies, hey, because I know this is very scattergun. But like, he's 21. He's, he's one assist and no goals for AC Milan in 13 games this season. I know. It, it's you're not like it's on the well. Like 13 yeah. or yeah. 4 and 13, where you're like, you know, he can get on and we'll see what he can do. They haven't seen mm-hmm. him do it in a competitive game this year. So, yeah. Again, it just it feels underwhelming because. You do want to like them. And spoiler alert too, they have the worst fucking shirt at this World Cup. Anyone who puts flames <laughs> on the sleeves of their top can get in the bin in my eyes. I'm sorry. It just reminds me of that Liverpool tribal purple and white thing. Just absolutely yep. disgusting. Toilet roll. Yeah. Sorry. We've been yep. up there. Um, Andrew, just, just before you have to jump off, mate, have you got a favourite jersey? Yeah. Oh, Mexico. 
far and away. Uh, they absolutely crushed that. Um, they really, it was surprising too, because Adidas generally doesn't like go off template that much. Mm. Um, but just killed it. And whereas we see what Nike gave all the baskets. Yeah. 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 And Nike this year gave the U S what looks to me to be a Spurs training top. Yeah. Just <laughs> really awful. <so>. Basic. <laughs> Looks like it active even wear work. from old navy. It doesn't even have the Nike thing there, right? It's just a budge. Yeah, and yeah. That you look at the difference. Little... Yeah. Sorry. No, we'll save this for the kids. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There. We'll save it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, have it going, boys. Thanks. Yeah. Good see luck. you later, Andrew. Take Love care, mate. It. Um, Graham, Croatia. Obviously, they got to a, a final. I think it was, wasn't so long back, was it? So, um, do you feel like they're past it as well? Their golden generation, if you like, of David and Lovren? They can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, again in terms of question though this is where i say there's going to be a lot of contradicting ourselves like because i don't know question players mm. but just in things i've been reading today as well very much like like you do have have the older players like perisic in there and uh modric obviously like but and, and even have lasic in there he's a trainer now god help us all yeah, sure. but um just Modric was chatting about he's very excited for the world. I think there's an article, I think you may find it in Footmob or something like that, where, yeah. um, or uh, Niderson, but it was just saying about he's very excited for the world to see some of this youth. He yeah. doesn't think, he doesn't think that, um, he, well, I, I don't think it's a case of what he doesn't think, forgive what I'm saying there, but I, I think it's a case of we just don't know enough about them, so we yeah, want to see, yeah. They've won their last five, like coming in. So, like, yeah, they've only can well, they've three one nils, they've won a two one and a three one. So, they can definitely play on their way in, you yeah. know what I mean? So, definitely. Um, Dave, what about you, mate? Uh, any, any, uh, any hopes? Sorry, sorry, can I just add on? Sorry, John, as well. Like, there was that whole debate earlier on. We we're talking about France and Denmark, they beat Denmark one nil and two one. Um, and they beat France one now, so yeah, um, no joke. You know, they they did Austria three uh, yeah. one, and the mighty Saudi Arabia one now. As I was saying before, <laughs> they don't concede loads, but hopefully they still lose. So my prediction comes right, but yeah, yeah. Well, based, I don't know those predictions. There, you would expect them to win the group then. Yeah, so basically, I think it just gives gives uh, traction to Modric's words and saying. Um, yeah. Write us off because you, you don't know what we're bringing. So, again, yeah. could be a dark horse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Dave, any uh, any hope for Canada and Morocco in that group? Um, honestly, I don't think so. <clears throat> I think Canada are missing Alfonso Davies at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be a lot to do for Jonathan David. Uh, Osorio is a good another player in that squad, but um. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think over Belgium and Croatia. No, Morocco, yeah. probably not. No. Mm. Yeah, Morocco, Morocco have, a, have a history. I think this will be like I have. I actually have quite an affinity for uh, Canada. I, I actually lived in Canada for a while, Montreal. Mm. But um, I, I just think that you know, if, if this is more about building onto the bigger picture for just progressing and becoming more of a of a of a regular place. So I think this will just be a baptism of fire for them with yeah. the greatest respect. Mm. Yep. That's fair enough. Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Um, I think Brazil might just edge that one perhaps. 
Um, Serbia, as we said before, they've got a decent squad. Cameroon and not too bad. Switzerland, not too bad. So, tough for grabs, that second place, like. I think it's Serbia. Me, personally. Yeah. Mitrovic, Vlahovic, Milinkovic, Savic. Um, I think that they'll go through, probably, as the second group. Yeah. yeah. As the second team in that group, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a decent side, like... Uh, Philippe, is it Philippe Kostic? He's a decent player as well. Um, yeah, he's yeah. a good player. He is. Yeah. Um, Graham, what about you, mate, in, in, in terms of coming second there? Do you think Cameroon and Switzerland could do anything? Um, Again, in my mind, I, I think it's going to be Serbia. Yeah. I see Cameroon, and I'm still thinking Samuel Eto. Um, no <laughs> disrespect to any other players, but as I says, when it comes to... Uh, when it comes to international tournaments, you, you can't help but have those nostalgic moments. But yeah, um, no, I, I, I'm just scrolling the squad here, and you know what? They've still got like Abu Bakar who plays it. I'm not sure. No, no way. I, I just see that going as uh, uh, Serbia coming in. Yeah, definitely. Um, Group H Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. That's a tough group. That is yeah. Uruguay I think group. that's the group of death. Yeah. Yeah. Uruguay top that group. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll they get a draw that. against Portugal and then win the other two. Hmm. And I think they top it. I'll take that bet. If you want, yep. we'll do either. Um, you send me I a little think... WhatsApp after this. <laughs> I think Ghana is statistically Euro? the lowest. I think I think Portugal's going to take it. What's yeah. that? I think Ghana are statistically the lowest ranked team coming into the World Cup. Yeah. No, I just um, think Port- I just look at the quality through through Portugal's side and yeah, I just can't see past it. Do you think they might have a chemistry issue with Ronaldo at the moment? I think he's I think he's definitely caused an issue. Hmm. It all depends on how brave they want to be because if Fernando Santos wants to just say look we are thinking of the future and you know what you're you're basically going to be coming off the bench the way you have been for Manchester United you're not that main focal point and if he can get down with that mm. I think they can fry I really really do yeah um, I've got a player to watch in that group actually I'm not sure if Evertonians have ever heard the name but on the Ghana national team there's a player called Mohamed Kudus playing on that side so <laughs> yeah yeah I'd recommend if you watch him. <laughs> what about him, to be honest? Yeah, no, yeah, but they, they've quite a few players, to be fair, though. They might be the lowest ranked. Do. Ghana Kamaldin Sulamana. He plays yeah. over in, uh, in France at the moment. He's a good player. He's looking great today, yeah, and there's, there's quite a few good players. Uh, I think, yeah. so, doesn't Tariq Lamptey play for them as well now? I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've, got a, they've got a decent side, like which is why I'm, I was surprised at them being the lowest ranked team coming into it. But um, South Korea, no jokes as well. You know, obviously Son. No. Um, they've got Huang from uh, Wolves up top as well, and also Kim, who we've been linked with. At the monster, yeah, times, yeah. The monster at Napoli yeah. playing well at Napoli at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They got player of the player of the month, didn't they? There, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, Decent side there, so could be an interesting one. That um, all right. Well, let's move on to the kits then. So, Dave, I'll start with you, mate. Have you got a, a best and worst kit coming into this? Um, 
<clears throat> you know what? I I do like um best kid, I would say uh I like Mexico's um and I like Argentina's. Yeah. Um worst kits. jeez. Oh, I don't know, I'd have to think about that one. I can I can do that. Worst kits, so it's joint between Belgium mm. and Belgium home and every single Puma top. <laughs> they look yeah. they look like something that like you know Asda puts out for a World Cup. Yeah. You know, like it's like fake ass Brazil gets yep. it like kids wear just and it's handy for them and stuff. Yeah. It looks like absolute just their their shirt design looks less than effortless. It's 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 terrible looking. It is bad, like, yeah. Adidas are the brand that absolutely slayed it because I think it's strange we Nike in regards to the England one because Again, that home top just looks, it's not nice. But then no. that away top. But why, the away one's got like the away one's the stunning. blue mixed with the red. I just don't like that at all. No, no, no. But in, in terms of, of, of a classic England top. Oh, yeah. If if the home top was the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just you put the same I mean? color on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Germany's is nice without the, the you know, without the numbers as well. Yeah. And the, mm. I think that spoils a lot of the kits. The yeah, prints. I'm, um, I'm Japan as well. I just I just did a Google and I saw the flames on Belgium's. Uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. That's, it really that's a joke. That's it's horrible, isn't it? That's gross. Isn't it? I think just football kids in general nowadays are pretty gross. Terrible. But, Terrible, yeah. yeah, well, Raheem Sterling's going to be wearing Stone Island boots. <laughs> so is yeah, him in soccer. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, Spain, Spain's away kit is pretty dire. It's just this horrible horrible shade of light blue and the, the flag Portugal on... kits do I, I think Nike have yeah. Nike have not the trick this one I think Denmark need an honourable mention because their their blackout kits is absolutely stunning brilliant yeah I mean, we yeah, I, like, I do like why. those blackout kits yeah, yeah definitely I do like those blackout kits part of the I'm reason why they were doing those blackout kits was to commemorate yeah. the workers and stuff as well so yeah, it's 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 kind of like we, we know we have to represent but we're not going to advertise ourselves here yeah. so that was their yeah. stance which they took a lot of shit for too yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, what um, about the what about the best kit then? Oh, actually, an honourable mention for the worst kit. South Korea's away kit. I think it just looks disgusting, just like a horrible yeah splash of paint kind of thing. Just the Puma kits for me. Um, yeah. well, my winner for best kit is Mexico, just because yeah. it just looks absolutely class, and they're going to be worth a fortune in years to come. Yeah. Um, I think France's is extremely clean. Mm. You wouldn't even want to wear it to get it dirty. <laughs> and as I said, then Denmark then as well, but Japan as well. Japan's a stunning, and even uh, like Saudi Arabia's green away kit mm-hmm. just looks really nice. And their yeah, home Mexico's kit, away. You know, it's like looks like Newcastle's away top, unsurprisingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, what, what about you, mate's best kit? Mexico's away kit. Yeah, nice. Really is nice. Yeah, they've done Keeping one with laws, Dave. Mm. <laughs> what's that keeping them with the family <laughs> of course always brownie points um <laughs> brazil's away kit <laughs> i actually think is, is really nice obviously with the the blue and also that the green kind of it fades in on the sleeves i think that's a really really nice little yeah but really brazil's smart. brazil's sort of the they are always very samey yeah, so, and I know. I just think, yeah. but um, my absolute favorite is Argentina's away. Just that purple with the 
the kind of different shades of purple on it. I just think it looks sick. I really do. I, just, I think they're home as well. I just think Adidas made it one of the nicest Argentina tops. I even love the way Adidas have done the just just the the three sideways yeah. stripes this year. Just really like it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. yeah, definitely. Some belters there, like Australia's away kit. I know, I know we spoke about Nike and their horrific designs, but that's one that's done. If you're going to do that design, which isn't the best, I think that's the best way to do it. Like we see in USA with just the badge in the middle without the Nike thing. And it looks like a training top, but Australia's away kit. It's like this dark blue color navy with this um luminous kind of green at the top. It looks looks quite smart actually. Um yeah, there's a there's a couple of nice kits actually. Um yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up to be fair. Ecuador's a nice kit as well before we go, but yeah, I think that <laughs> Oh by the way, I just as well forgot to say uh Ghana's top looks like a like a, just a t-shirt from sports direct i'm sorry it really does <laughs> yeah it does actually yeah it does it's really bad it's really bad yeah um but yeah that's it for our world cup preview um stay tuned and we'll try and cover as much as the world cup as we can and the groups and stuff like that so yeah stay tuned for those um john Dave, john yeah. is it coming home <laughs> It is, mate. It is. This is a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dave, Graham, and Andrew as well. Thank you for joining me, and uh, see you on the next one. All the best. Thanks, boys. Now it's time for a quick word about our sponsor, Manscaped. Big thank you to the guys over at manscaped.com for sending some products for us to check out. Manscaped are the best in the business when it comes to men's below-the-waist grooming products. I can tell you from my own personal experience, I've used it on my beard actually, and I'm blown away by how cool and how good this lawnmower 4.0 is. You really do make precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And... It basically looks like an F117 stealth bomber for your balls. It looks that good and comes with its own little wireless charging stand, which looks like something Batman would use. So yeah, it's pretty sick. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and it's a game changer. Inside you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker for your ears and nose, crop reserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxes and the travel bag to hold all that good stuff. The ball deodorant especially guys is an absolute game changer by the way, you need it, trust me. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the future of grooming and it's waterproof. Their 4th generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight if you need a more precise shave. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear, t- and ear Trimmer. And the weed bucket is also waterproof and also has manscaped skin safe technology as well which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped box- Boxes and Travel Bag. It's time to take care of yourself, so join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer for you, get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code EAW20 at manscaped.com. 
unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAWpodcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAWpodcast at gmail.com. Dot com.